Welcome, friends, to the final episode of Mirepoix Taste Buds. Possibly the final episode ever. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> we have been withholding this information for some time as it has been a challenge to accept that if this is reality and we also are just like very unsure if, if it is a forever thing or not you know we honestly have a lot more content that we have listed that we want to research and explore but we need to pump the brakes and take a pause we have so many other things that we want to do with food and cooking and our blog and just in life in general we're both kind of in a moment where we want to have a little bit more breathing room so we can focus on other projects, traveling, experiencing, eating. So yeah, it just sort of made sense. So not the end of Mirepoix Taste Buds, but just maybe a pause yeah. or the end on the podcast. Yeah, a pause on the podcast for sure. Um, I think it's been an exciting journey to have pushed through this last season here and to have created over a hundred episodes people over 100 can you believe it it's insane there's a lot of content we should have like <laughs> made a cake a cake <laughs> there's time yeah <laughs> we should definitely make a cake and decorate it like 100th episode yeah we should <laughs> I feel like they always do that on like tv shows <laughs> when they make it to that point yeah we really should <laughs> Did you ever think we'd make it to 100? Not a chance. That seems so far, like, out of reach, you know? Like, we we really started this podcast, like, I wouldn't say on a whim. Like, we talked about it for yeah. so long. But it was not something that was, like, fully actualized, I feel like, at first. Like, we, mm -hmm. it's been a passion project the whole time and has just been, yeah. like, we have all these interests and the all these topics that we want to know more about. Like, let's let's why not research this and share it with everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely didn't think that we'd be, you know, three years later, a hundred episodes <laughs> deep. Yeah, <laughs> like that's pretty insane. <laughs> I know when we started, like everyone kind of, I think people were kind of con like confused and like, oh, like how long have you been doing it for? Like, oh, how long do you plan on doing it for? Kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we never really knew. So it, it's been an, an interesting journey to just kind of see how it would unfold and unravel. And I'm excited to to pursue it in a new way and maybe return to it one day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if nothing else, like, I think it's really cool to have this, like, audio record of us out into the ether and into oh my the God. world. Like. Everybody has a social media profile and whatever. And like, yeah, that lives on forever. Probably more than <laughs> anyone wants it to. But True. I think like this is something that I'm particularly proud of in my life and has been mm -hmm. um, like a, a milestone um, and a, a cool time capsule to like look back upon. Like we're talking yes. about things that have happened in our in our daily lives and you know what we're doing and, and where we're going and where we're eating and all these things and it's you know it's taking me back to the trips that we took and our time in St. Louis and yeah you know the all these points in our lives um so I think it's really cool to have this as a, a memento of all of that um you know I think that there's this weird like 
desire within human beings to like leave their mark in some way mm-hmm. and this is kind of how i feel like we've done it yeah <laughs> yeah you know it's a small thing it is <laughs> but still good still good <laughs> that is very real i think what you said about it being a time capsule is so unbelievably true. I went back and listened to our first episode oh, in man. preparation. Of, um, first episode ever. <laughs> yes. And how far we've come. It, it really was just like a snapshot of where we were at the time and, and how we felt about Chicago and food and, and, and that whole thing. And we were talking about moving and, and our resolutions for the year and and it just it really took me back to like those people we were then and i am looking forward to being able to like pop back into some of our older episodes and kind of revisit some of that content and and slide back into the day-to-day of us like in that moment which is kind of fun for sure (laughs) um we also said in that episode if you build it, they will come. <laughs> and I still believe that to be true, you know? 100%. You got to make spaces for yourself to ex- have that freedom of expression. And this has been a really, really nice way for me to connect with people I don't see on a regular basis and really share pieces of myself that I haven't shared with anyone. Mm-hmm. So, And have conversations with like people that we've known for years, mm-hmm. but are talking about topics that we wouldn't wouldn't normally, normally come up in conversation, yeah. you know? Like, we've learned a lot about, mm-hmm. you know, people's, I, like, religions and yeah. you know, economic backgrounds and family and all these different mm-hmm. things. So um, it's been cool to, like, get to share those moments with people and uh, learn more about themselves, learn more about ourselves. It's definitely, like, a self-discovery kind of 100%. thing. Yeah. You know? I feel like it gave me a reason to to write again and to really, yeah. like, speak about the things that matter to me and that are important to me as a person. So, oh, you're making me sad to stop recording now. I'm like, <laughs> should this be the end? <laughs> I think it's funny because, like, by no means do I consider myself, like, an influencer. Like, I, yeah. I kind of cringe even that, that notion a little bit just because it's not, like, my drive is not purely that's just not my drive yeah that's not my thing <laughs> it's funny too because like when i say i have a podcast sometimes i feel like you get a certain reaction from people because they're like oh everybody has a podcast nowadays yeah you know? like everybody's got plugging something <laughs> everybody's whatever but like this is not about that it never has been about that mm-hmm. like we've this is just genuinely us wanting to learn yeah and having excuse to to make it literally like we're just making it accessible to other people and having them join in on this journey but uh yeah it's very cool yeah i think at the same time that i am not an influencer i still have something to say and Mm -hmm. and whatever way that you can find a, a way to put that out in the world and to like share it with others i think is very important so i will miss having this as an outlet yeah absolutely i mean we don't have a lot of spaces to honestly get to do that in Mm -hmm. life i think once you hit reach a certain point you're not like in school anymore and things like that like you're not having tough conversations you're not having deep talks with with a lot of people to like get into the nitty-gritty you're not talking about like your passions and your interests as in-depth as you may be Mm -hmm. otherwise um so it, it definitely gave an outlet that we didn't have before and like 
it was just cool like when people ask like who you are or like what you do Mm -hmm. it was cool to have a different answer than my job or my family you know like Mm -hmm. it was like this is something that's unique to us that not everyone else can say and it is it took a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication for us to like consistently be pumping out information and content and all that yeah I think when you think about doing something a hundred times I like was struggling to think of things that I chose to do more than a hundred times like I was trying to like journal on that concept and like dig deeper into like things that I've repetitively done that many times and it for a while I was like struggling to think of like things that weren't just like day-to-day like habits more than like intentional choices I made yeah yeah (laughs) and then when I started thinking about it more I was like oh no like there's like there's a decent amount of things that like like yoga meditation Mm -hmm. two things I've tried to get better at doing and I've definitely done like downward dog over a hundred times you know like yep. I've, I've done these repetitive poses and motions but I still go back to those like fundamentals you know like, I can keep repeating those processes because I want to stay connected to that you know so mm-hmm. I think that one was the first one that I was like oh I do I've done that and then I was like okay what else have I done and I was like okay br- baking bread is something oh God, I'm yeah. I am nearing a hundred I don't know if I've gotten to a hundred yet and I wish I had like be- kept better track now <laughs> which is absurd <laughs> But that's something that I have intentionally poured time into Mm -hmm. and will continue to do over and over again. And that probably started kind of similarly around the time that this podcast kind of started, too, which I was like, oh, it's pretty wild. Yeah. (laughs) It's wild to think about. Yeah. For me, it was definitely hard to, like, think of things that I've done that frequently Um, because I think a lot of things are like habits like you're saying like yeah. daily things like yeah okay i brush my teeth every day exactly but... make my bed yeah. yeah like those are the <laughs> basics but i mean even making my bed is hard sometimes i definitely had to i had to train myself to like do it every day for like 30 days before i like made it an actual habit you know yeah but um you know like the fin chap that we yes. both <laughs> love and fully support and i encourage anyone to get finch and if you you get it become friends with me so that i yes. can visit you but um that was something that like i've done a hundred days in a row you know like i have religiously like gone onto that app checked off like things Mm -hmm. on my to-do list and like that jogged my memory of like oh here are these all these other things that that i do done a hundred (laughs) times because i've tried to make them a part of my my daily life you know so like Mm -hmm. having like a good skincare routine has been something that i've really worked on over the years and like every you know certain days i do xyz you know i do gua sha i do a face mask i do whatever (laughs) um so like those things have been tried to interwork into my life um but and also like plant care has been something that was the one on the top of my like trying to keep (laughs) something else alive (laughs) which i was never a person that particularly like had a green thumb like i didn't really have a lot of plants before i lived with you And, and now look now look at me i'm like i literally counted today and i have 50 like a little over 50 plants and Damn. i was like this is a lot of plants yeah i had to like write a like short bio for this like new person that's starting at my company and i was like wow i have 50 plant babies so yeah. <laughs> there's something fun about me oh, <laughs> sound like a psycho <laughs> 
Yeah, that's one of the ones that was one of the big ones that I realized was bouquets. I've almost built a hundred bouquets in this last season. Yeah. And like sold my bouquets. That's wild. Because like before I was like, well, what counts is it? And I was like, I mean, anytime you've made one, it counts. Practice for that. Yeah. But yeah, I've almost sold over a hundred bouquets. And I was like, that's crazy to think about. And that's something, anything you'd start doing is like a learning curve and like an experience and it is practice for like the the repetition of learning and, and building the skill. Yeah. And I think those are like those, the bread baking and like the dahlia growing and the, the bouquet building. I was like, <laughs> these are solid ones. I was like, these are good skills to have. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I think like when you do something that frequently, it shows you like what you value. Yeah. Cause like one of the other things that I feel like I had to have done at least a hundred times was when I was living in St. Louis, like mm-hmm. driving back and forth between St. Louis. Oh and my Chicago. God. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> I was doing that because that. my family was here yeah. and that was what was important to me. You yeah. Know? So it just like, it goes to show where, what you, what you value about. and yeah, why you're doing what you're doing. Cause it's uh-huh. not just for not, you know, like there's, mm-hmm. there's an end result that you're ultimately like trying to achieve there. What does it mean to you to reach a goal? Oh, Lord. Loaded question. Yeah. Um, It's hard because goals to me are something that, like, you set for yourself to feel a certain level of success. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also something that can it it doesn't really remain static like most goals that i set for myself like as soon as i reach it there's a new goal that i'm establishing yeah you know it's like <laughs> the goal post keeps moving which is kind yeah. of fucked up yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's a healthy thing or not um yeah. but to reach a goal to me is a huge achievement i mean i think it's really hard and in particular for myself to accomplish a lot of goals because i'm just not particularly self-motivated um which i think is surprising to me i would say the same thing i was like i don't know i would say that but i mean (laughs) i I can't tell you how you feel about yourself (laughs) (laughs) i like i don't know like a lot of times i just feel like i'm complacent in doing whatever i'm doing because sometimes it seems so daunting to accomplish to take on more yeah to yeah. take on more you know it's like life I is hard enough. <laughs> often wish that I could feel that comp- sense of complacency because yeah. I completely agree with what you're saying or like the goalpost is constantly moving I've always had a hard time celebrating like a win yeah like my head is already trying to wrap it's around on the, next the next goal mm-hmm. yeah which it's like no like take this moment to yeah, be like I don't wow. really like properly celebrate those moments <laughs> no until I read that Rest is Resistance book that I read earlier this year, I really couldn't fathom, like, being okay with relaxing and that being, like, acceptable or necessary to the process. Like, yeah. that is, you need that to be able to go to do the next goal. Like, Absolutely. you gotta sit back for a second. Can't just be a straight uphill, <laughs> like, you will die. <laughs> yeah. And, like, when we first started this, I think I thought of it kind of as, like, another grind, like, another hustle. Like, I wanted it to, like, maybe make us money or like you know whatever and like once it became more about us just like exploring and having fun with this and like learning new things about the medium and how to edit things we enjoyed it so much more yeah we enjoyed it so much more when we pumped the brakes this season even and did 
less recording. We last season we doubled the amount of episodes that we had because we had podcasts up, com, up coming out every week, mm-hmm. and that was Which like was crazy. I can't even believe what we. did I don't even many. know how we did it either. This <laughs> I was year. like it still was busy this year, and we were like trying to find the time. So I can't imagine. Yeah, it was easier, I guess, when we lived together though. Too, to, it like, really find was. time to do it. Yeah, I don't think it could have. Yeah, worked otherwise probably, but. Mm-hmm. It really did evolve into this like practice of, of self-awareness and, and discipline and like setting deadlines and like pushing my abilities of communication. I feel like it improved my listening skills again, mm. which and even my my speech, just because I am more conscious of the way I sound and the way that like my and cadence is. Yeah. And, and how you're phrasing something because, mm-hmm. you you know, you got to be careful what you say sometimes and mm-hmm. how you say it. Um I mean, thank God in a podcast you can edit it out if you yeah. hate it. But, um, but yeah, I definitely agree with everything that you're you're kind of alluding to there. I mean, I think that the greatest gift this gave for me was like the disciplined aspect of it. Yeah. Um, because it it made it feel so much more real that like whatever goal you do set, you can do if mm-hmm. you do like discipline yourself and and yeah. put in scheduled time for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish or Mm -hmm. you know like planning for it and Mm -hmm. and making it a priority in your life because that is the hardest thing honestly in this whole thing is figuring out where it fits in amongst amongst all the other things you have to do absolutely all the things like i love doing it's always that struggle of making time for it yeah There's never enough time. There is never enough time. Yeah. It definitely like, made a, like a deeper connection with, again, what is important to me and like what I care about, like makes it way more apparent. Like, no, I want to get this done and it's it's for me that I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. <sighs> Do you think you'll live to be 100? I really hope not. <laughs> I Especially the way the world's going and the way everything is. Like my body would probably be so broken. I can't even imagine. I mean, yeah. if my... If I'm mentally fully there and I physically mm-hmm. can, like, get around for the most part, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'll agree with that statement. But the moment my mind goes, put me to rest. Yeah, I'll just walk out. Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> it's like Papa always said, like, I'll go out into the woods and I will never come back, like, that kind of a thing. Like, I don't ever want another person to see me that way, to have to care for me that way. I, like, yeah, that was that. the worst thing I ever witnessed with, like, Gramanita, so. Yeah, that was hard. Like, I can't imagine that being me, you know? And, like, after, especially with this podcast, it just makes you so grateful for your mind, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, we have learned so much in these three seasons and this yeah. 100 episodes <laughs> about so many random different <laughs> topics. Uh-huh. Um that it's pretty incredible, and, like, I would hate to to lose any of that knowledge. Yeah. I have a, a massive appreciation for food even more than I did before. Yeah. And, yeah, that appetite it will probably never be fully satiated. I will always want to keep learning more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Would you want to live to be 100? No. I mean, I... I... What would the world even look like? Well, they say that now most, like, kids that are coming up now will live to be, like, 120. 
what? Yeah, like the way that we're trending with science. I thought you, the life expectancy was going back down. I mean, that's what they <laughs> say now, but like <laughs> with technology and the way that things are like trending, like potentially that's what. So they what? A hundred, uh, seventy years it from now. It won't be rare to be over a hundred years old. Like kindergartners, that they will be living to be like a hundred and something. Like that's Aurora is gonna be like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. I can't imagine living another seventy years. I've lived three decades and you're telling me I'm gonna live seven more. <laughs> yeah, that does seem insane. <laughs> that seems insane. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't even know what year that is, but that's too long. That is too long. <laughs> it sounds too almost actually <laughs> It would almost be That's what they were talking about. The problem is is that you literally won't be able to retire until you're like 80, 90 years old. Because how how will you live? How who will pay for your You'll be hobbled. I mean, I guess everything at some point then will be like AI controlled though. So you're just like monitoring AI, so you're probably just sitting at a desk anyway, and anyone can do that. I guess so. It's just sad. It's uh, like this <laughs> the thought of working until my eighties depresses me. Oh yeah, no. There's no point in living at that point. Correct. Like, if I can't be retired by sixty and like traveling the world the rest the of the point? time, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. What's something you've cooked over a hundred times? Pasta. Yeah, that's yeah. Hands down cooked pasta probably more than I've cooked anything else. Um, that's probably real. That's a good one. I would have to say avocado toast with a fried egg. Mm. it's like my go-to breakfast a th- at least a third of the year which is already like a hundred times and that's yeah. yeah bagel sandwich for me oh, for yeah. sure I love mm-hmm. bagel sandwich. Mm-hmm. I don't know if i cooked that that many times i probably used to when we used to buy those cash flow einstein's bagels oh maybe. my god yeah i, I chew through <laughs> a sleeve of bagels like it's nobody's amazing. business <laughs> what else oh, yeah i think i've eaten like buffalo wings thousands of times Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that is very real. Um, On this podcast, we've asked people a few questions, and I've always been like, what would my answer be to some of those? And of those questions, the last meal question is one that I've been trying to pinpoint for a while and narrow down. Yeah. It's near impossible. I've come to the conclusion... That I figured out the first, like, few courses, at least. <laughs> How many courses would it be total? I mean, I'm going to go for as many as they'll allow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a three-day process. It is 100%. <laughs> the, th- the three things that I know I would want at this point in time are fried pierogies oh. that are with, I want, like, a fried egg. I want the Christmas. Yeah, Christmas morning. Yeah, Christmas morning breakfast that for I sure. have had for my childhood. I prefer if the pierogies were made by my family, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what kind of pierogi? Honestly, I would probably want the loaded potato, and I would want. Oh, she wants meat on the last meal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why would I die without it? Like, let's be real. <laughs> Who cares? I don't care, care about the planet anymore. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is, like, the one thing I was like, yes. Also, mozzarella sticks. That is, like, the one food that, like, <laughs> literally brings me so much joy. Whenever I'm sad, if I order mozzarella sticks, I'm going to be better. <laughs> and the third thing that I've come to the conclusion I would want is a party press sandwich from my mother's party <laughs> press that was my grandmother's. And essentially, it's basically, like, a little panini press that, like, makes, like, a little sandwich with, like, four quadrants. And I would have American cheese inside of it and fried bologna and 
I ever since we talked about this, I was like, God, I really miss that. I used to have been craving it ever since we talked about it. It does sound amazing. This is like a childhood comfort food that I have not had in a bajillion years. Yeah. Bologna is disgusting, but <laughs> bologna's delicious. It Don't is. It is delicious. Honestly, like that party press sandwich used to be like my one of my favorite things. <laughs> I don't even know. So yeah, and like just some basic white bread in there just turned into like a little hot pocket of love. Mm. That's all I figured out so far. I was like, these are like not fancy items. These are my not fancy. Yeah, I mean, you don't <laughs> need fancy to be. The... I don't think I want fancy as the last meal. I think it's all about nostalgia and comfort in that yeah. moment. You I know? did actually hear about a new food in Seattle that I would like to try before I put it on my list, but it is literally a crab donut. What? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember like, what restaurant. It like is. it's a normal like glazed donut topped with crab. No, it is like just a brioche like donut, like not not a sweet donut. Okay, it was like yeah. sweet sounds not weird a glaze. with crab. No, <laughs> um, I think it had like mayo and like cheese and and something else. It sounded like is basically it, is it, the crab in it or on top? It looked like it was on top from the picture, but it might have also been like kind of like stuffed in there. Okay, yeah. Interesting. I saw a picture of it and it looked very good. And I also love that concept. And it reminds me of our like fish cakes that we eat in our family kind of a thing where it was like a cream cheese, like crab kind of like puff pastry kind of filling thing going on. And I was like, this is something I'm going to like. Man, I think I would eat all trash, (laughs) all trash things. Uh, Definitely. I, I wholeheartedly agree on the like Christmas morning yeah breakfast like pierogies and eggs i think mm-hmm. i'd have to have it because that's just like such a feeling of home and like such good memories yeah a hundred percent you're Comfort never disappointed with it. it instantly reminds you of every christmas morning we've ever had mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um yeah that one's a for sure mm-hmm. i'd probably have to have two corn casserole again for that oh that was reason. the other thing actually was yeah. corn casserole was the other thing that was gonna be on my list which i'm just eating all cheese i just <laughs> Cheese on everything, please. <laughs> Which makes total sense. Yeah. I don't have to worry sense. about I'm shitting my pants later. I'm going to be dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fine. <sighs> yeah. Not, you're not wrong. Um, yeah. I would also probably definitely eat buffalo wings. You Ideally, would. <laughs> it would be Buffalo Joe's suicide wings with the cheddar chips. Whoa. Um, Specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's my go-to. Buffalo uh, Joe's? Yeah, it's an Evanston spot. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of this. It's delicious. All right, noted. It's cash only, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> what else? I would have probably Papa's spaghetti. I think oh, my I'd God, yes. And mm. Spaghetti and meatballs. Classic. Um, Classic. I would have to have... I also want a pickle. I'm just going to throw a pickle oh, in a there. Oh, a pickle is necessary. Right? That oh, my God, I love lovely. pickles. Yeah. Oh, and matzo ball soup. I so want matzo ball Eleven soup. City Diner. Yeah. <laughs> and I want and their cheese fries. fries. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> See, that's the problem. This meal is like literally a twelve day yeah. feast. I don't know how I'd like narrow it down. <laughs> if I could only get one of those, fine. But shit. <laughs> if you o- if you could only pick one, which one would you pick? Hmm. I'd pick corn casserole because I've never been let down by corn casserole. I do agree with that statement. I almost want to say the pierogies, but then I feel like I would be missing something. And the, that corn casserole has the salty sweet thing that yep. I need mm-hmm. to be just like satisfied with life. It's perfection. 
It's I can die happy. <laughs> yeah, that's very real. <laughs> the other question that we always ask people that I we've kind of talked about it a couple different times is like your most memorable memory in the kitchen whatever meal whatever Mm. and uh i've said a few on this podcast i think before that like came to mind where i like we talked about alinea and like the aviary and like these like sort of like fantastical dining experience for experiences that are just like next level Mm -hmm. um and like i think i talked about like my birthday that i literally went on like a food tour and we ate at like four or five maybe six different restaurants it was stupid how many places we went i don't even understand how we ate that much food (laughs) that also stands out and then the the couple more came to mind when i was like thinking more about it and one of them was when we went to uh the rooftop 360 in st louis Mm-hmm. because we had set the goal like after we I think it was like our first episode or something I can't remember yeah, what I the milestone what was. was but it was like starting this podcast we were mm-hmm. celebrating starting the podcast yeah we got all types of dressed up we walked over there and like we looked so cute we looked so cute <laughs> we were like literally so bubbly like our energy was just so good yeah they had a really cool bathroom that it was a beautiful night the sunset was gorgeous like everything was just like hitting and mm. then we literally went out to a nightclub that night and like danced <laughs> like maniacs and it was just like such a good memory just a full happy heart memory that is like brings a smile to my face yeah so that one from st louis and then also when we went out to dinner with ace aces eats mm-hmm. and we just kind of like talked about food and like how he got into doing this too and, and being like a, a food blogger or whatever. Yeah. And then we like went out and met, met his friends that are all like these like food bloggers and it just made, it felt like really like a full circle moment. And like that was, it's interesting because like the rooftop 360 was like the beginning of our St. Louis journey. And then like dinner with Ace was like right before we kind of, I left yeah, St. End. Louis at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like just kind of an interesting bookend that came to mind. And then there was two other ones that came to mind that I was like, oh my God. Yes. In Seattle, I hosted Thanksgiving with my uh, partner at the time, and we had my entire family out. I think his family came too, or was it just, maybe it wasn't his family. So yeah, it was our entire family, and like our neighbor came over and like brought wine, and like we had all of like my best friends pretty much were there that were in Saint or Seattle at the time, and it was just such an amazing like heart full again just like and getting to host like a big holiday like that it was just magical yeah that one is definitely at the top of of one of mine as well that was Mm -hmm. such like yeah yeah, heart so full in that whole in instance for sure yeah Um, better than that feeling of like being around (laughs) a table eating an amazing like just like heartwarming meal and then just like having those conversations we were like drawing on the tablecloth because it was like Mm. a paper tablecloth and we had like markers and it was just like a fun it was such a fun time yeah absolutely yeah and then I had one more that came to mind just because it also just stuck out to me and it was when I moved to San Francisco and I was in the throes of pretty much like knowing my relationship was going to end with my boyfriend at the time Mm -hmm. and it was like it was just a really hard time that I was going through. And I made like a big batch of uh, dumpling soup and I like let one of my roommates or like some of my roommates have some. And I didn't really know these people that well yet. And it was just kind of really kind of having a lot mentally that was kind of weighing on me. And my, my roommate left me like the sweetest little like post-it note the next day that was just like, thank you so much for this soup. It reminded me so much of like my mom and like of home Mm. and 
I saved that post-it and I feel like I found it not that long ago and it, it like clearly made such an impact on me at that time and like it's funny because I, I still follow that person on Instagram and I feel like we would have been ended up being pretty good friends had we been in different places in our lives and it was just something that like we connected on where like I didn't know her that well and it kind of like opened the door to me realizing that like this person was in my life and like was you know maybe on my side more than I realized or like a a confidant that I could rely on maybe that I didn't know existed you know Mm -hmm. and uh just interesting when you're in different places in your life when you you don't realize sometimes the good things that are in front of you Mm. you know yeah absolutely going through something so what a special moment. Yeah. Powerful food stuff. For oh sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love a food memory that just, like, sparks so much other things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, definitely my favorite food memories I, I have mentioned before. I think, like, Papa's making spaghetti with Papa was just, like, my thing. It was always what mm-hmm. I was doing with him. Um, also, I think I've talked about, like, on safari in South Africa, like, eating amongst yeah. the stars and having that like banquet dinner amongst hippos and all that stuff <laughs> like that was pretty amazing um but i also thought about like the most recent trip that we took to brookfield and mm. we went with like auntie Lori and like the rest of our family and stuff you weren't there of course but everybody else went <laughs> <laughs> um but like we were it was just you know a packed lunch that we were eating at the tables and stuff Aww. but it was literally like that was our childhood. Yeah, that is definitely. <laughs> That's all we ever did. That was every summer for as long uh-huh. as I can remember. Um, so it was cool for that to be like the next generation with Aurora now, like going yeah. to Brookfield and having that moment. I also thought about even our um, like meals we used to have with our Aunt Florence. We would go to like Leona's because she used to yeah. like Leona's. And we have a defunct Leona's that's like by my house that I drive past all the time. And it kind of just reminds me of my Aunt Florence who lived to be over 100. May, may, may rest <laughs> in peace. Yes. Um, I just love like there's just such weird connections that your brain makes with certain things that like will never be erased. You know? Mm, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, I love the power that food can have and how it can just like transport you back in time, make you think about certain people, certain mm-hmm. environments. Oh, the other one that I had, <laughs> that was such a random one, but it's <laughs> such like a, a powerful food memory for me is when I was in like sixth grade or something, we, our like Girl Scout troop went and <laughs> ate dinner with our priest, Father Brito, <laughs> at an Indian restaurant. And I think that was, like, the first time I ever really had Indian food, honestly, because that yeah. was just, like, not something that we were really exposed to no. as children. And I just remember it being, like, so amazing and so monumental. <laughs> and, like, Indo- Indian food to me now is, like, one of my favorite foods. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, that also just, like, really sticks out to me. Like, <laughs> new fun experiences. <laughs> Absolutely. I read a quote a little while ago that was, I'll just read what I have paraphrased here. So (laughs) your level of success will never exceed your level of personal development. Success is something you attract by the person you become. Mm. And I really liked that quote because so many times 
you don't like recognize the patterns and like the repetition and like the work that you're putting in. Mm-hmm. And so many other times you'd like try really hard and you cultivate it and you try to force it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and sometimes you feel like you've lost your way or you've gone down the wrong path and you like kind of kick yourself for like taking the wrong course. Mm-hmm. And it's really never wasted. Like it is all about the fucking journey. Yeah. And it you will get there when you get there and i feel like this podcast has just like made me realize that there is no like sort of misstep in anything that i'm doing with like food farming yeah baking even when those things don't turn out the way you thought they would like you learn something from that experience yeah and like your level of success is completely determined by yourself so like it really doesn't matter I've learned to care so much less about what people think and more mm-hmm. about what matters to me. And, and if people val- find value in it, they will find you and they will let you know. And, and if they don't, then fuck them because it's your life and it doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the fucking day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I wholeheartedly support that. And yeah. I totally, yeah, agree with everything that you just said. Literally the quote on my arm is that says, carving epic lives from ordinary moments is from Mm -hmm. a poem that's basically Mm -hmm. entirely about that idea that like the successes are from the moments where you're just digging in and putting in the hard work and like that's that's the victory it's not you know when sisyphus's boulder got to the top of the hill it was every (laughs) step that he took to get there yeah and i like i always loved that notion and that idea and um i i completely agree that that's the the greatest journey in life and that's what it's all about yeah i am looking forward to seeing what the future holds i i do thank every single person that's ever tuned into an episode or listened (coughs) to what we had to say or gave us feedback or (laughs) any of those things just because it has been about this journey and it's been really wonderful to see that some people have stuck with us and followed along and I feel seen in a way that I did not before. And yeah. I think it's really, really nice to be able to look back on some of these and to have them and uh, be able to laugh about some of the moments that we've shared. Yeah. But we've talked about some things that were really real and really important at the same time. So do you have like a favorite episode from this past season? Ooh, from this past season. It's a toughie. It is Because there's been such good ones, for sure. I was, like, looking back at a lot of these, and, I mean, Microwaves, <laughs> I think, stands out to me, because, A, we were so excited to record that one, because every time we talked about the topic, we'd just start laughing, and we're like, this yes. one's going to be so great. <laughs> we don't know why, but it's going to be hilarious. And it was, and it was a fun episode to get to do, and honestly, learned a whole lot from that yeah, one. Yeah, I agree with that statement. <laughs> um i also thought the glitter one was pretty i was just thinking the glitter one was standing out in my mind just because that one was another fun one that was just like a bonus episode that we tossed in there because we're like we need to talk about this yes (laughs) (laughs) meat sweats that was another great one Meat sweats were good was that this season that was this season god Mm -hmm. it's hard to even recall jello was disgusting but very very interesting and and kind of like fun because we have a family history of jello things <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and like we've just done so many cool small bites this season um mm-hmm. i think that was really fun to get to explore more of like we learned so many about so many different foods and food ways and things like that that i had no idea what they were before yeah um 
It really makes you think, too, just about how much is out there. Yeah. <laughs> From a history standpoint, too, it's, it is really fascinating to learn the history behind a lot of this stuff because you kind of forget again that it's all tied together. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Humans have not been on this planet that long, but, man, we've done some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we also had the Girl Scout episode. Oh, that, that episode one was, was good. great. Support your local girl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm very proud of like everything that we've put out into the ether. It's been extremely rewarding to say the least. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to to the future. What do you think's in store? 2024. I don't know, man, but I'm excited to eat some more food. Put that that is the truth. What's yep. a meal, What's something you're excited to eat in 2024? Is there anything that you've been eyeing? Any places that you've been eyeing to go? <laughs> well, I am trying to get into like exploring more places in Chicago again in yes. general. That has been something that like <clears throat> I, I I keep saying and I keep will keep saying <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I also, when we listened to that original episode <laughs> about all of our like goals and things, I have still yet to make croissants, and mm. I am going to try this yeah, year. Got that laminator for <laughs> I I know it's just sitting in our closet. It's literally ridiculous. And I honestly had a lot of bread goals even then, which I think is funny. I wanted to perfect pita and naan and English muffins. And I actually we just got our sourdough starter like in a really good place. And I'm about to bake some loaves tomorrow, and I think I'm going to try and do English muffins again tomorrow. And I'm pretty stoked for that. I think in general, my my food cooking goals are more important to me than the eating out at this yeah. point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, just because my partner and I were like, okay, we can't really justify mm-hmm. eating out if we're not going to also like turn this into food and make make stuff from this and be inspired by it. So I've saved a lot of like cool menu ideas, and we're trying to like start building out our own menus for the for the farm to table stuff that we're doing. So. That'll be super cool. Yeah, it's it's perfecting those things. And, I mean, we've started talking even about, like, possibly getting married down the line and, and what we would serve to our guests at our wedding and, like, things like that. So it's, like, building out these, like, curated menus is more where my mind is trying to get more creative about being the person that actually puts all that stuff together. Yeah. My goal definitely is to expand my recipe book yeah, in the sense of like actually write down recipes that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. like make things that I think that I will like and like perfect yeah. those things to the point where I, it's worth writing down, you know, yeah, um, and really expanding that. And then I also really want to bake more. Hell when yeah. I made that, uh, like those two desserts for Thanksgiving, I just really enjoyed them, and it was really fun to like make something so pretty and something yes. that like. <laughs> I don't know, like everybody, it's kind of like a focal point to mm-hmm. a lot of meals is to like have the dessert, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also like usually like pretty on the it side while appealing. you, you know, <laughs> eat the rest of the meal and stuff. So um, I'm, I want that to kind of like be more of a thing that I'm I'm good at and can perfect. Um, and I just really love desserts, so how can you go wrong? <laughs> and then my <laughs> last thing that I really want to make is uh, I really want to make muggers pot stickers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have the recipe for them. Yeah. Auntie Lori like sent it to me or I don't remember Ooh. how I got it, but I have it and I'm going to make them and I want to have a party where people help me make them maybe yeah. like mugger used to do. Cause I think that'd be really fun. 
Yeah, I miss dinner parties. Yeah, I, I want to get <laughs> to a point where I can have those those kind of gatherings again. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we just don't have the spaces for them in our yeah. homes currently. But mm-hmm. one day, that's the goal, is to be able to have a space where we can have these kind of events. Mm-hmm. And it'll all be fun. Well, signing off for the end of season three here, folks. We hope that you have a blessed 2024 and, and you get to eat and experience and you don't lose that sense of curiosity since that is really what is driving yeah <laughs> the ship man health wealth <laughs> and curiosity right that was the yeah in- initial three mm-hmm. cornerstones of mere yeah. pot taste buds it's and... the building blocks of life that make it taste so good yeah we stand by them mm-hmm. well cheers folks cheers cheers